0: Welcome to the Heart-Led Soul-Fed Podcast. This is Season 3. I'm Christine Gold, and yes, formerly known as the Power of Healing Your Energy Show, let's go. This is a live show and podcast all about love, light, intuition, and your soul's purpose episode 182 welcomes Julia. She's a light worker way shower and multi dimensional channel. And she works with the beings of absolute light, crystalline diamond and golden light codes, plasma, platinum rainbow frequencies. And uh, you are so lucky to be here and witness and hear and feel the frequencies to support you on your highest ascension path. Depression and anxiety are a side effect of not living your life intuitively, not trusting your gut, the lost connections with yourself and others. And I truly believe healing is the end of conflict within yourself and that healing begins where the ego ends. My first book, Intuition Saved My Life, is a guide for empaths, lightworkers, and sensitives, and it's available on Amazon now. Replays can be found on Facebook, YouTube, and Anchor FM. Please like, subscribe, and follow. We're live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And I want to give a shout out to my supporters, Catherine in France and Gitte in Denmark. Hello and welcome. Come on in. Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited. I just finished with the lovely Rosie Batista and giving her a shout out. And uh, yeah, today we are going to align with your true nature. Come on in. If you're on the replay, say hello. If you have any questions for myself and for Julia, please send them our way. Either through uh, Facebook and YouTube, or through anywhere that you listen for, to your favorite podcast. So, thank you so much for being here. And I, you know what, I'm just going to bring Julia in and stop talking. So, come on in. Hello and welcome.
1: Hi, lovely to be <laughs> with you here, and also with all the listeners. Thank you all so much for making the time in your day to be here with us.
0: Yes. Yeah, we we do appreciate your time. And look at that. Patty's already here. We we just love Patty. Woohoo, she says. And I can't wait for this. See? (laughs) She is super stoked. So if you are as well, you're in for a treat. Um, I am in Lima, Peru. And where are you?
1: I'm in Nagano in
0: Japan, which is near the Alps, um, the Japanese Alps. Hmm. And it's funny, we're, we're polar opposites right now. I am extremely warm because we're in the beginning of summer and you are.
1: Yeah, it's really cold here in the winter. And um, as I was just telling Christine, before we get on, I have my hot water bottle boots on to keep my feet nice and snug and cozy. So
0: <laughs> Lovely, lovely. And yeah, what time is it there, by the way? Um, Ten past ten in the morning not ten the pa- in the morning so it's the n- it's the next day yes yeah and yes. for you okay and- it, right. yeah it's 10 after 8 in the evening the day before so sure. i mean it, it this is amazing this technology right uh, how we we can connect this way so i i really appreciate you and did you want to talk a little bit about your your story um how you how did you even come across channeling or how did you even know what was happening
1: right um it kind of began um if i take us right back to 2013 the beginning of 2013 and um well in retrospect i know that the universe was waking me up but at that time i didn't have any of that terminology at all i wasn't remotely interested in anything spiritual and um i suddenly found myself anxious and depressed um now I know that at the end of 2012, lots of, you know, hypotonic light was coming into the planet to wake up um, light workers and way showers. So um, now I can kind of connect those two dots together. But at the time I had no idea what was happening. Um, And, and it was really difficult. It was, it was like a dark night of the soul. Like I was crying every day, but didn't really know why I was crying. And I I was, it was even hard to like get out of bed and get to work at 4 PM in the afternoon. Kind of, I managed it, but it it was hard. It was a hard time. And, um, I knew I didn't want to go the traditional route of medicine. Um, that was partly because I'd seen my father take medicine for depression and didn't feel that, um, he didn't get addicted to it or anything, but I didn't feel like it had um, really helped him to um, come back to a place of being very centred in enjoying life. Um, so I was like, well, I don't really want to go that route. But I, I knew that for the first time I couldn't help myself um, or I couldn't like pull myself up and stand up by myself. So um, a friend, a mutual friend introduced me to an NN- an energy healer in fact a couple who were both energy healers um and it really was divine timing like they had just moved out to the village next to mine which is about a 30 minute drive um literally a few months before and um they they were there for the duration of the time that I um, received the healing energy sessions, which was just over a year, I think. And then shortly after that, they, they moved again. So it really was like it was like the universe placed them in my path and um so that got me on um they were working on my chakras and I could feel that although I had no idea at the time what energy healing was or anything I could feel that I was feeling better even if only very slightly at first so it was like um well I'm gonna keep keep it up and keep trying it and, and I was, I'd also been doing I've done tai chi for like maybe 17 16 17 years so I had like um a slight understanding that, okay, in Tai Chi, I can't see the energy, but I still know it to be true. So I can believe this about, um, energy healing. And basically that got me on this path because I started listening to a lot of spiritual talks. I started buying courses that my higher self led me to, um, and doing a lot of inner work, which I'd never done before. And, um, basically, um, fast forward a couple of years and I was connecting to my higher self and and um, I very much felt like this couldn't all be happening just for me that um I wanted it to be useful and in a wider context so to support people beyond me and I started writing a blog but I still felt like like I was here to serve more but I didn't know how so I kept on um just putting that intention out um to the universe, and um, I initially started writing a book and when I was writing the book, it was like I was channeling my higher self. Um, So I started at the time, I wouldn't have referred to it as channeling. I just called it connecting. But when I started to channel, I was like, oh, this is kind of just like what I do when I um, speak with my higher self, but it allows other beings to come through as well. Um, And then... Um, I got an intuitive message like because um, I used to like do weekly talk to my higher self kind of sessions at the start of the week. And I got this message that the start of June, the first weekend of June, was going to be a really important weekend for me. Um, so I wrote it down. I was guided to write it down on my calendar. So I did. It was like two or three months in advance. And, um, and then one of my friends who um, is an intuitive healer, when I met her a couple of weeks after that she was like oh is your birthday in June and I said no and um, she said I'm getting the message that June is like somehow significant to you so I thought it was your birthday um, so that was like the confirmation for me as well so all through my journey I've had that sense of the of the universe putting those signs so that I um, in front of me or putting the right people in the right place at the right time oh and and as we mentioned um Before we got on, this was the time when, like, I was getting feathers almost every day as well, appearing before (laughs) me (laughs) through this period of time. And um, so on that first weekend of June, when we got there, I was just connecting in um, meditation. And Archangel Metatron came in and said, would you like to be um, a channel for my messages and for my light codes? And I said, yes, of course. (laughs) 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 Because that's kind of what I'd been waiting for. I know some people... Um, they say they start to channel and it's almost abrupt. Like they, they hadn't been hoping for anything like that, but I've been like wanting to be of service, greater service and not quite knowing what my role was. So for me, it was a very immediate. Yes. Like this is kind of what I've been, um, waiting for, hoping for, you know, um, not that I wasn't expecting it to be channeling. I had no idea what it was going to be, but it was like, oh, yes, now I, I can feel like I connect with a greater purpose. Um, and, um, I practiced um, for a few months and then started sharing um, the messages, first only written messages publicly, and then it all um, is all expanded from there. Um, so now I work not just with the Archangel Metatron of Absolute Light, but also with various other light beings. Um, and um, yeah, it's been an amazing journey, one that I never could have imagined. If you'd asked me, I mean, even like um back in 2014 when I was starting to come out of you know of the dark night of the soul and I was as aligning with my higher self even then I would never have imagined that I would be now uh, where I am now and doing what I am now but if you'd asked me back in like 2012 or 2011 before I um kind of got onto this path it's like so it would have been so foreign to me that I probably would have laughed at you and said what me are you sure (laughs) so um it really has been a uh I wouldn't say it's been sudden. It wasn't like an overnight waking up like some people get, but it did feel like I was being fast-tracked because I was here to serve a purpose and that I needed to get into alignment with that purpose. Um, So that's my journey. Um, And Christine, I don't know if you want to ask questions about that or to share your journey or... (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh no, I'm I resonate with a lot of it. Like you're you're saying like feathers and breadcrumbs and messages and you were fast tracked. I think that one really resonated with me. That's how I felt too. And I mean mine started in twenty eighteen, but it was rapid and it felt honestly, it felt like it was a minute. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Even though it's been four years. Um, it felt like a minute <laughs> it just and and do you feel every day you have this burning mission passion purpose you're like okay I'm getting up and this is you know whatever it is I'm in service and I'm very focused on that service does that make sense because that's how I feel yes
1: certainly since I've been doing the channeling and sharing it publicly it's like I kind of prioritise that over other things, even even when it's like a bit inconvenient for me because I see that as being, um, you know, why this was given to me, it's given to me as a gift to share. Um, at first, I actually found it hard to balance it within my, within my life and um, I found I've had to create, not actually that good at doing it, but I found that I've had to create some boundaries around it too um, because, you know, if I'm really tired or whatever, then it's actually you know, it's not good timing for or just before my bedtime, that was what would happen. They would bring through a message just before my bedtime. So by the time I've written it all down, it's just like, wow, like now I'm getting to bed an hour later than I wanted to. And um, I had to really create boundaries around that. But um, that was partly because I really wanted to I I did, I really want, I still really want to be in service. So when a message comes in, I'm like, okay, we need to get this done. But I've said to them, you know, like, please don't do it, like, right before I'm about to go to bed. Like, let's get them written down earlier in the day so that I'm not um, having to um, do things that don't feel like I'm honoring me, basically, because that's what that ended up feeling like. It's like I'm honoring that work at the expense of myself Um, at times. It's Mm. Uh, So I've had to be a bit careful with that. Mind you, I think that has been a pattern in um, other things that I've done too, um, my pottery or my English teaching. So um, I I think that even when we get, my my take on it, I don't know, (laughs) is that even when we get involved in this work, if we have got patterns, they will uh, present Perhaps, I mean, perhaps we will receive a healing from them and they won't. But in my case, they presented in my interactions with the beings of absolute light is what I felt. So I was like, this is an area where I need to make sure that I'm taking care of myself as well as being of service. Because, of course, we can't be of service if we're not filled up ourselves Um
0: <laughs> hmm. Very. Yeah, we were just talking about that. in in an episode I just uh, recorded earlier today. Yeah, self care is everything. It is a necessity is not a luxury. And a lot of us healers, light workers, end up burnt out, or they call it the wounded healer or, you know, whatever it happens to be. I love that, you know, you made rules with spirit. And I want to remind people I do that as well. They're not allowed in my bedroom. They're not allowed to show me gory things you know, from the other side, only things of love and light, but it there's parameters because if you're open to everything, then guess what? You're on 24 seven. Yes. Yeah. Very important. And Patty is so excited. She loves angels and, and especially Archangel Metatron. So she's pretty, oh, wow. she's pretty <laughs> pumped about that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No. It, um. Love. Lovely work. Um. I mean, you you do a lot of creative things too, like you talked about, um, the writing and and the the potter art pottery. I wanted to say pottery. So that was like a mix between poetry and pottery. So I don't know. Are you doing po- poetry as well? My poetry. <laughs> I can't was even my... say it.
1: Poetry is my first love from my teenage years, and I do
0: uh... occasionally
1: share poems. Not as much now, but um. Okay. I, I love writing
0: poetry, yeah. Mm, and I actually used to write haikus, and we had, oh, wow. I think I mentioned that too. we had a, a woman here that showed us how to make those those little boxes out of paper. I don't yeah, know what yes, they're called. Like,
1: origami boxes, maybe? Yeah,
0: yeah. And then she's like, well, write a haiku, and I, I wrote one, and I was like, that was so much fun.
1: <laughs> you know, you
0: forget, you forget.
1: I love to write haiku in English, too. That's like... That's been like the last seven years or so that I've done that before that I had not I didn't write haiku, but I love to write haiku in English. So that's another thing that just ties us together.
0: (laughs) It does. We, yeah. And I mean, did you want to share, I was mentioning how much I love the color of your sweater. It's a lovely lavender and then the flower matched and then the cherry blossoms. Um, We have a little connection there. Yeah. She's got these cherry blossoms. And I, I mean, I told her my mom loves cherry blossoms. And that was like one of the last videos I sent her when the blossoms were blooming in uh, Victoria. And your friend gave you those, right?
1: Yes, she did. And it it really is almost as if your mom knew we were going to meet and was coming through because um, as I was just telling Christine before we got on, there was like four of us there. And mm. there was one branch, which was so much in flower, I don't know if you can see. I can't zoom in or anything. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Well, I I get it. I mean, if and I was saying, I just love, you know, Mount Fuji, the trees, the cherry blossoms of Japan. I I know I've been there before, and I so want to visit. So, and and now I have a friend in Japan. So. Yes. Come and visit. Yay! Hi. Yes, I recommend the spring or the autumn though, rather
1: than the summer. Or
0: the <laughs> Uh, yeah, Julia is an English teacher in Japan and she's saying that's a beautiful painting that um, you have in the
1: background. Yes, this actually, this is by my my Facebook friend um, from South Africa. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so um, she is a wonderful intuitive artist and um, she launched her website and so I was so happy to be able to buy this beautiful Um, painting that helps me connect with my feminine um, and deepen that from her.
0: Oh, I love that. See all the little gifts and how we're just so, so beautifully connected. And um, so what would you like to share with us today? I know um, the episode is called Aligning with Your True Nature. So you take it away. Um, I I want everyone to enjoy this. uh, And you just lead everyone and, and tell us what to do, what we need to do. Okay. Do you want to go straight into the channel transmission, or um, do you want
1: to talk a bit more first? Or you, you're open either way. Yeah, I
0: am open either way. I don't know how long the channeling is, so I mean, really, and yeah, that would be up to your team uh, as well. So they will fit it to the time that we
1: have, I think. Um, but let's go into that, and then there might be questions that arise. Yes, that, that yeah. would be perfect. That's probably good. Okay. So they'll begin by just taking us into meditation and then receive the transmissions um, and also some messages, they say. um, And also they're going to share some energetic transmissions just to support us in feeling that connection um, with our true nature, which is that um, like infinite self that we access through the heart of self. Um, So that's what they wanted to bring through for today And then after that, yes, if you have questions and so on, feel free to ask them. So if everyone would like to just start to connect in. Just allowing yourself to drop into the heart space. As our own guide teams and the beings of absolute light just support us in clearing through our energy fields now, now, now. And they're doing work through our chakra column. Upgrading each of our chakras to bring it into a higher alignment with the frequencies of the new earth. And this is very beautiful and interesting. The the cherry blossom, as a representation of the United Cherry Blossom of Japan, says that she wishes to speak to us today. My beloved Gaia brothers. My beloved Gaia sisters, thank you, beautiful shining ones, for your presence in these realms at this time when you, the humans incarnating, are to return to the roots of your connection to the deeper nature of self. Re-knowing self as not just the body incarnated in but as a greater soul consciousness Put your focus on this aspect of self, now. Feel how expansive. This soul essence of self is connected to all that exists, not defined by the physical Limitations of the body able to connect with the soul of all. Other sentient beings, whether they be of your kind, or other sentient beings within the Gaia realms, such as the crystals, the stones the flowers the mountains and trees such as i whoever they be the consciousnesses of those in the higher dimensions and realms this is possible for you now has always been possible for you but is an aspect of self that you have forgotten. Now is the time to unlock this gift that you are to yourself. In doing so, you reconnect to the true essence of self. The most precious gift you can give to self, the most precious (sighs) gift you can share in the world. And continuing to infuse us with light infusions to support us as we transition into. a higher embodiment of the new earth realms, which is what they say this recent 222, the 222 gateway has symbolized is the passing through that. So that the new earth realms, which have already been present within Gaia and the elemental realms, and for those who are highly elevating their vibration, that is going to become more apparent for the whole of humanity now that we have passed through this gate. And just working within our energy fields. To bring more coherence there And the ascended crystals of new earth also supporting us with there. Energetic transmissions now. And then they say you can just uh, continue to stay in that energy for as long as you like. But with that that their channel to transmission is now complete.
0: That was lovely. Thank you. Thank you Thanks. so much. <laughs> I that's why I made this solo because I, you know, I want to experience it too. So, and and I really appreciate it. Uh, share with us um how you felt, if you have any feedback, any comments, um, maybe something intuitively came through. Maybe you just felt it, it's like anything, maybe you know, everybody experiences, I'm sure, it differently, just like with Reiki or anything else. Um, for me, I, I mean, I know it, I, I don't have my door open, so it might be a little humid, but I felt very warm, very sweaty. All of a sudden, um, my body was rocking side to side, but I now know that was the spiral that was not side to side. It was the spiraling up and then went closer to the end. I was actually doing this on my mouse pad. So, um, going counterclockwise. In a oh, spiral. Wow. that's great because they were bringing in that energy of the spiral. <laughs> yeah so I thank you so much I, I you know I've experienced this before but it's been a very long time and I, I do feel lighter um oh and you've got your kitty well, just appeared to say hello he likes to have cuddles oh so. <laughs> and what's the kitty's name Toma Toma Yes, Aww. oh, oh, he—he's—he's he's a lover. He a is lover.
1: a real bundle of
0: love. <laughs> I can tell he's looking up at you like, "Oh, she's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen."
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> nice that he thinks so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're right, Patty. I did hear hear the little birds chirping at the end, and she's saying that was beautiful, and she saw a laser light show. Oh. Wow beautiful all the light frequencies coming in i did see some of that too i mean it was mainly black but i had seen like now that patty's mentioning it the rainbow grid like crystal interesting outline so i love that and the more that we get to experience you know tuning in letting go surrendering um channeling whatever it is you know creating co-creating um the better we all are and patty's just saying hey beautiful toma <laughs> yes. and we see his face i'm not sure oh yeah we can see him oh yeah he's lovely he and animals know right they know when there's something beautiful going on or if you're upset or you're sick they just That's for sure yeah he
1: he did actually, he came here right at the end of the transmission. Um but yeah, I, I had a bit of a cold a couple of weeks ago and um he was really worried. Like he was sleeping right by my head. Um so that like it was like he was trying to watch over me and support me. So
0: Oh, he absolutely was. He says, I'm trying to heal you. Yes, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, wonderful. So let let us know if you have any questions. Thank you, Patty, for uh, sharing with, you know, you've been so, so interactive. Uh, we, we love you. Um, she also was saying it was, uh, being at a Pink Floyd music show. <laughs> wow. That's like, that takes me back to my teenage years. I used to love Pink Floyd. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> There's always a connection. There's always a connection. Um, I love that the cherry blossom, um, in Gaia and, you know, sentient beings, I was like, yes, yes, and and bring it on. Like, um,
1: yeah, that that was more of the
0: yes. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So did you want to, you do the, do you do these transmissions weekly, monthly? Yeah, um, I share on YouTube about once or
1: twice a month, dependent. It's not entirely uh, regular, but I've been, tending to do them on my Thursday evening which um, is Thursday morning in the US Um, and then I also share written messages um, about once a week at the moment um, on my Facebook page Um, then they can both be found um, if you look at transmissions of light Um, and um, also I put all of those on the website so the website is kind of like a centralized place to find everything that she had I think i'm not giving him enough attention no
0: you're not he's like excuse me (laughs) oh i love that how how old is he he's about six six okay okay but i for some reason i get old man off of him for some reason like he's an old like he's is he kind of demanding and and kind of
1: um He's really low key most of the time, like no touch. Like he he walks himself in and out of the house,
0: and um, yeah, he he owns himself. Like he is his own boss. I guess is yeah. what I'm. Yeah, see, I I knew when it. Thank something. you, Toma.
1: When he wants something, he's really demanding. Like if he wants me to cuddle him, or if he wants his food, he like yeah. this um this little meow that you're now hearing. He's <laughs> like, hey. Make sure you're paying attention to me as well. <laughs> Aww,
0: so if any, oh, look at him. He's right there. Look at his eyes. Hi, buddy. I, I work with animals. I, I, they're my absolute love. Um, oh, beautiful. Yeah. What do you, what, you communicate with them? Or yeah. Yeah. How beautiful I, I have, I, I, I do. I have, it, it's just, It's a thing, and honestly, I feel it's easier to tune into animals than people. They don't have blocks, they don't have, you know, oh no, like sometimes people will say, oh, don't read my mind, and I'm like, ha ha ha, you have no idea, no, (laughs) how hard it is not to, but we all have that ability, we all have telepathy, Mm -hmm. but many of us don't wanna go there, because then that means we have to be vulnerable and honest, right? And and coming to higher integrity as well. (laughs) integrity and and that's yeah that's part of what I do is I don't walk up to people and give them readings because I'm a professional first Mm -hmm. and foremost and nobody asked me to right so you know it's all about being polite professional prepared Um, I kind of like to keep uh, to those uh, standards because um, you're dealing with with people's lives like their energy and and the animals too I, and you you're working with your team as well i'm sure that's important right. yeah if
1: that's actually an interesting discussion because sometimes my team will be like we really want you to say this to this person and i'm like well what if they don't want to you know receive a message so i tend to say oh they you know there's something that's coming through and and is it okay if i share it with you um is does that happen with you? you 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 find like sometimes in i mean you were saying that you do it in a um, or you you don't do it all the time you wait until that professional context when there is that contract between you and the client but does it also when you're kind of like walking in the world are there
0: occasions when your team will be like oh, we really want you to share this or does that not happen so much it does but it sometimes i'll just keep it and for, somehow they come back into my life there at a know. later point or I'll share it with someone that's connected to them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it doesn't come off too weird but sometimes I'll be like you know I, I'll go I had a dream I think that's easier for people to hear when I say I had this dream about you and this happened they to be more open to it because they'll be like a oh, dream you know whatever right and then they might come back to it like six months later or a year later
1: or however long it's oh wow that's what Christine, or, you know, if you don't even know them, that's what that beautiful blonde lady was talking
0: about. (laughs) (laughs) And and even in readings, like, people be like, well, don't you remember in the reading? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't because you open up, you do the reading, the healing, and then you close everything so it doesn't go with you because if it did, that, you know, you would have so many ailments and and (laughs) issues, Right. And I write them down. So I, I don't. But that's why we record these things, because then they can go back and go, I don't know what you meant by this. Like we have psychic amnesia. And then six months later, like you said, they're like, oh, I get it now. Or I remember. Right.
1: Right. It's like with that whole, you know, I, I got the message that the, um, the start of June will be important. And at the time, I was like, June, start of June, nothing, nothing planned for that. Um, but by that time, I'd come, you know, I'd been on the journey long enough to trust. So I wrote it down. But um, but then when you look back in retrospect, it, it really it, it was a very significant date for me. So um, I think that happens with other people, too, with the things that, you know, they get in the messages and the sessions.
0: Mhm and you know it's I I never I used to question but that we talked about that before is about the ego. The ego questions everything and it's negative and it's you know it's it, yeah. it's your critical you know your critical self really that's what it is. Mm. Um but when you know a message comes through I just trust it even if they're very hard to relay sometimes. But it, it's not for me, though. That's the thing. That's where the the beautiful part is. You're just the messenger, right?
1: And mm. I, I think um, I, I mean I do this less now because, like you, um, now I do trust it. But at the beginning, it was like my ego would be saying the doubting voice, and I'd have to choose to step into like my higher self and be like, well, even though my ego is doubting. I know that I'm getting this message to share, so I'm going to share it. So it's like, even when the ego is kicking up a lot of noise there, you can still choose not to listen to it or not to adhere to whatever it's telling you to do. Um, Just bring Mm -hmm. like wiser part of yourself or that, you know, more aligned part of yourself and choose to align with that.
0: Yeah. And it takes practice. Um, And that's why, you know, the, the meditation breath work, you know whatever it is creating an altar a sacred space you know tuning into your inner child again um forgiveness um, art like play is is very important um patty's just saying tiger cats are just so special (laughs) he is very special (laughs) and she's saying well heck share away with me please so I'm wondering if Patty is asking for a message or if there was something for her. Um, well, obviously that pink Floyd, there was some type of symbolism there. Um, they
1: say they were going to share something with you. They would say that you are on a very high aligned path. And that if you just let yourself to shift like a tiny, tiny little fraction of a step to, um, to the side, then it's going to, just like be an amazing like a vista a new vista that unfolds before you I don't that sounds rather
0: cryptic to me I don't quite
1: know what that means but I hope that um connects with you
0: yeah vista when I hear vista it's a new viewpoint it's a new point of view it's it's uh your your perception your uh, reality is your awareness so where is your view your vista your viewpoint your reality where is your what is this where's the veil what you know it's yeah very interesting hmm i really like that i really like that um a journey definitely a journey um hmm now you mentioned June what uh, you lost me and in- uh,
1: uh, back when i was telling my story um uh, about how i opened up um that was when archangel metatron came in and they and then they gave me the message like two or three months in advance and you know the start the first weekend of june is going to be important and i and i had no idea why when when they told me that but you know put it on the calendar this this it this is a significant
0: weekend
1: <laughs> uh
0: yeah no i th- i think that's why i needed to hear it again because i also feel it's for patty as well and mm. june is for me as well because something significant is happening in june so thank you thank you for i i had a bit of psychic amnesia there for a minute <laughs> no problem, <that's> <laughs> what what special thing is happening for you in june I, um, well, long story short, I bought a plane ticket. And when you, when you fly somewhere into certain countries, you know, you're allowed a year or three months, but most cases it's for 90 days. And now I'm trying to extend it. And I picked June, I picked a date in June to fly back, but I know for a fact, I'm not going back. I really am not going back to Canada so um that that's significant for me so i guess i'm just coming to terms with it i'm like okay what what's next right so june is kind of like a catalyst point because i i want to hold a retreat in peru in machu picchu to be specific wow that would be incredible wouldn't it well that will be incredible (laughs) that is it will be absolutely so if that means i speed up my retreat to june and then I'm going somewhere else, or if I'm waiting till September. So, I feel like June is yeah. Again, there there are no coincidences in your story, in Patty's story, and anyone else that's listening and watching. There's some some symbolism in any in whatever we shared today. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. let that speak to you, like the like the cherry blossoms spoke. Yes. and patty says yes i get it okay amen amen and we're we're cheering you on and um we 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 know we'll hear from you i mean she's been supporting myself and my channel for a very long time um and she's asking you did you seek the archangels for this gift did i seek the archangels uh, can you just clarify the question sorry I think she's asking, like, did you say, I need the archangels to come in to help me with my gift? Maybe that's my interpretation, but. No, not as such. Um,
1: I guess I like, I just prayed each day that, you know, I want to um, be of service actually more than anything. Um and
0: then the archangels came in. More. Mm-hmm. So I hear the the surrender. Right. Yeah. Meaning I, I, I didn't need anything outside of me. I am whole and complete. And how may I serve? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow.
1: I wouldn't say I'd got to that whole space where I always feel whole and complete. Actually, I would love to get there, but um <laughs> But it was it was it was a sense of you know um, yeah it was more um, I was saying before uh, when I shared my story like it's like this can't be happening just for me like there's got to be a wider purpose that I can serve through this you know awakening that has happened
0: to me so how
1: how can I serve kind of thing
0: mm-hmm. yeah I think that's an important that's like a choice point because usually the ego wants to be grand and grandiose. and celebrity and get all these likes and followers and money and and affirm you know being affirmed of being number one to you saying, I don't know what this is. I don't I think I feel I'm ready and I'm open and here I am right. That's okay.
1: very much how it started I think um,
0: And then since then it's
1: become a much more direct over
0: um, uh, okay
1: path that they navigate me through so then it was entirely open and I was like well I have no idea what it might look like but now it's like well it's the work with the beings of absolute light but still that I have no idea what that might look like often like there's um there's always new developments that as they ask me to bring through um various transmissions or um actually all the sessions and all the circles as well that I do it's not just that they channel in them they actually say okay we're going to put this session up on the website like I don't think of anything for myself I just receive it from them and then we, we put it on there so it's very much like I, I see it as being like their work though I do understand that you know they need me to be the vessel through which they can speak but um it's not like, so it's, it's definitely not the ego directing. It's like I'm receiving the instruction and then I am the one in the physical world who then puts that instruction into place because I'm the one who, you know, um, can type on the computer or or, <laughs> or whatever it is that needs doing in the
0: moment. Yeah, no, I get that. Thank you for explaining that. Um, and now Patty's asking, uh, how, you know, how to be of service. That's how she's asking. Or what she's asking? Yeah,
1: I read that as she's also asking um, you pray praying, asking her guides. You know, how can I be of service? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how I
0: how I um, began. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're you're she's you're on your way. It's I know it's it really is a for me and probably for you. It's a testament in patience, if anything, and and faith. Yes. And mm.
1: courage, I think, like um
0: courage, yeah. Yeah, like,
1: that's I think important. I think myself as a very brave or courageous person in general, but I think in following this journey, I I really have been. Like I, I think I've got internal courage, not so much external courage. I'm not gonna go and bungee jump or something, but I have um internal courage and I think that walking this path has really um allowed me to see that um. And it has. Yeah, it does take a lot of courage because you release a lot of what you were um, interacting with before um, you. I mean, I haven't I am still teaching English, as you said before. It's not like I have completely released my previous source of income, but. um, But I've released kind of attachment to it and. um, it's like, well, you trust that the divine will support you because when you make the leap, um, you know, you do... I, I've released the amount of time that I put into that. And there's been also, you know, some friendships I have been released and things. And um, you do it trusting that it's right. But also I think you do it knowing, like it feels right within you, like um feels right deep within that connection to the more that you are, to the soul. And um, so I haven't... Um, except for my ego voice speaking into doubt like um which it does sometimes but then when you drop into that deeper part of yourself it's easy to be like oh no no it is okay that's just my ego and actually this is this is what feels aligned
0: yeah Yeah, that i think that's really important thank you for thank you for sharing that and um funny it's like uh when I came out of the spiritual closet for me funny um everyone was like yeah I was more afraid of what other people would think (laughs) and when they said whatever we knew that's natural and I was like it's me then (laughs) anyways did you have that experience
1: well, it was all so sudden with me because I hadn't been like I literally didn't own before like 2013 when I got on this path. And actually until, you know, just even a few years ago, I didn't even own a single Oracle deck. Like I totally wasn't into anything um, at all spiritual. So it wasn't. It wasn't like my friends would have been like, oh, we always knew Um and i haven't really i mean i guess i have come out of the spiritual closet but i haven't in that i was never in it like as i was as i was discovering these things for myself like they were so significant to me and felt so important and that i was just sharing them with people kind of like almost immediately like not in a um not in a trying to get them to be on the same pathway but in trying to explain my experience because Um, certainly my close friends they could see they knew that I had been anxious and depressed and then I was you know getting a little bit better and a little bit better and so I was explaining just you know what it was that I was doing that was helping me to feel better and then that led into um I guess not so many people um locally perhaps know that I channel um because that is a bit different that's there's not something that necessarily comes up in everyday conversation um I'm also I'm not actively hiding it either I feel like I kind of never really was in the spiritual closet because it it was all so fast-tracked that I kind of like put it all out there in the open
0: to begin with um yeah yeah (laughs) like flying under the radar yeah um yeah and there's nothing wrong with that everybody has a um a different experience and um Yeah, I appreciate that. I understand. Um, And I always ask my guests two questions before we end the show. Mm. Um, How can we as a collective energy help make your dreams come true? What is your Moby Dick? Wow. Well, I would just like to see all of
1: us grounding more into the love that we are and um, to like be the embodiment of that in the world whatever that looks like so that we truly can create this um, like new earth reality and um, the reality aligned with those higher vibrational um, energies um, in the earth plane as quickly as possible Um, so yeah um, tap into what does being love look like for you first in relation to yourself like we first need to give that love to ourselves and then to the people around you um and then in the wider context of sharing your gifts in the world like what might that look like to i mm-hmm. guess that would be a question that i would ask each each person who is listening whether you're here now or listening later on replay
0: yeah that that's a great you know if not me and it, it's we and that, that's how we're going to get there is is think is exactly what you just said. Thank you. Uh, last question. What does magic mean to you? And I know you had put that in the podcast form, but here we are.
1: Right magic. I tend to think of it as miracles more than magic, but it's like the whole journey that um, where i was just saying where i never could have imagined then where i am now um, it's like when we start to co-create with the divine and we allow the divine to um, be um, part of our life and part of what we are doing and part of what we are bringing through uh, as you were saying surrendering to the divine and allowing that to be what comes through us like just the most um, amazing things that we never could have imagined, we, we get taken there <laughs> um, and that's kind of what uh, magic or, or miracles means to me is that um, it's the discovery of self, like the discovery of that aspect of self that you never even or that I never knew existed before I was on this path and then um, the, the sense of mm, being at home and safe in your own body that that then gives you when you realize that you're not just the body you are the soul and you're also connected to the divine and everything else it um it already helps um i think us to feel very different in our personal experience in the world um it's aligning with that perspective that new vista that you were talking about and then as you start to align with that more and more and to then actively co-create with the divine um really yes i mean i never would have imagined that i would be on this journey and I'm, I'm just loving it and it's so fulfilling to be doing this work so um i think that is the potential that opens up when we um, co-create with the divine and and allow um, those miracles and that magic
0: to come in mm, yeah co-creating with the divine allows the miracles and magic to come through i mean it is symbiotic it is cyclical think of yourself as the alchemist the magician whatever you resonate with just start embodying that and um uh hello sweet eyes that's that's quite the name thank you for joining us sweet eyes (laughs) and uh patty she's just saying that's beautiful julie so it's being in alignment with god
1: Yes, yeah. I tend to use the word source or divine, but um yes, God as well. Um yeah, being Yeah
0: in, Yeah, I and, say that and and you gotta choose you gotta pick something. You have to choose. Yeah. Yeah, and being in with I guess the divine's plan for your
1: life. Um yes. would be and, how I would put
0: it. <laughs> yeah, and just stepping into it like like Julia did, like uh Patty did, like myself, and like you said. Every day, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I mean, I was making, you know, some big money uh, in, in corporate sales, but it, I was so dead uh, spiritually. And now now I'm like, I'm on fire in, in a sense. I think of, you know, the, that phoenix. It just, we are untouchable. We are absolutely untouchable when you really tap into your innate power, into your innate it, it's God-given. It really is. Um, we just forgot. That's it. So don't beat yourself up. <laughs> right. um, and now,
1: now is the time for us all to remember. And, and I know, you know, lots of um, the spiritual um, teachers or leaders, you know, they write that as re and then the hyphen and, and member. And that's what we're doing. Like we're reintegrating that aspect of ourselves now. And it, it truly is the time for us it to is. be collective.
0: Mm. And with that, I thank you so much uh, for joining me. Um, I, I've had an amazing time and I know that we're going to, we're going to co-create uh, and, and do a little bit more throughout the year, um, you know, as spirit leads, right? Of course. <laughs> Is there any last messages or anything you'd like to share and people get in touch with you? Uh, well, first, thank
1: you. It's been such a pleasure and um, enjoying this conversation with you and um, we've with- Patty and the others that have been on. So thank you. Um, And yes, um, if you would like to um, follow me, you can find me on Facebook and YouTube um, under Transmissions of Light. Um, I think the YouTube is actually Julia Grief, Transmissions of Light. And then my website is um, transmissionsoflight.net. Um, so um, I'd love to have you um, on the Facebook page or
0: on YouTube if if the work has resonated with you and look forward to connecting with you again. Absolutely. Such a beautiful uh, transmission and healing that came through uh, alignments and upgrades. So you'll have to go back and listen or watch and, uh, feel free to leave us some feedback if you'd like. And if this resonates, uh, wherever you listen on your podcast, please rate and review us. So more people can share in this beautiful energy and, uh, the transmissions of light. All right. Thank you so much again, Julia. I'm sending you lots of love and light. And everyone, please take care and please remember healing begins where the ego ends.